This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for November the 26th, episode 2817. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse world. Well, we're glad you're here today. Unfortunately, Jamie is not here today. She is still visiting with family here in Florida, not too far from me, actually. We hope you had a great holiday, and we'll be back on Monday with a new episode And don't forget about the concert on Monday night. You just heard about that. So join us, win some prizes, have some fun, relax, and uh, hear a little Christmas music from Templeton Thompson and Sam Gay. On today's show, I thought we'd take a look back at some of the fun radiothons past. On today's show, I thought we'd take a look back at some of the fun radiothons from the past. We are going to be bringing you some radiothons that had author Felix Francis, uh, Equitrekking star Darley Newman, Peggy Rowe, and Vicki Wilson, and a lot of songs, poems, and fun. So thought it would be a fun thing to do to get you started on your holiday season and your happy shopping Friday here on Black Friday. But first, we have to do some birthdays. Happy birthday to auditors Haley Kloss, Chris Reykjavik, Amy Elizabeth, Debbie Marcus, Amy Lathy, or Lathy. I'm going to go with Lathy, April Shapiro, and Mo Meyer. Happy birthday to all of you. See, I didn't have Jamie here to correct me on the names, so I apologize if I got any of those wrong. So we're going to go right now to the first hour uh, that we'd love to bring to you. And this one is from 2017. It was, uh, I think, hour two of Radiothon with Jamie and I, and we had author Felix Francis on and Equitrekking star Darlie Newman talking about the holidays and, of course, songs, poems, and holiday greetings, and we did some giveaways. It was just a fun hour, so I thought I'd share that with you right after we hear from American Harvest. If you're a horse owner or a trainer that cares, I'd love to introduce you to the American Harvest products, premium hemp extracts and their new product, equine hemp pellets. With American Harvest hemp-derived CBD pellets, horses can benefit from faster recovery from performance activities, a feeling of relief from inflammation or pain, a sense of calmness or reduced nervousness, and ease of digestion. The natural equine hemp pellets are a vet-formulated and produced from natural hemp and manufactured with potent raw CBD and no chemical processing, obtaining a palatable flavored palate. If liquid application is more convenient for you, American Harvest produces the THC-free CBD oil, uh, the premium hemp extract. Ask for American Harvest at your favorite equine shop, any Hubbard dealer, or online. Go to store.alltech.com, store.alltech.com. They also have a special giveaway for you. American Harvest is offering a free 90-day supply of American Harvest equine products for one Horse Radio Network listener. To enter is very simple. Visit the link in the show notes and sign up. You can be the lucky winner. 
or you can buy today at store.altech.com. It's that time to gear up for the winter when the radio thong comes around. It's 12 hours to play. It's a bumper day. I wait for it the whole year round. Weather be that will keep us all toasty. They have rugs, boots, and blankets galore. Wendy, Jamie, Glenn, and of course, Coach Jen entertain us here with so much more than a horse lover's eats us all through the day. Prizes, you'll say, just send that my way. The last half is rolling, not to mention the songs. Get up and party along. It's a fun, funny day made for horse folks. Tell your family, your friends, bring a date. It's a sugar date. Better not be late. Buckle up, grab your cup, hit the gate. And that was the beautiful voice of Otter Elizabeth. Welcome to Hour 2, the Horses in the Morning Hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta, with additional support provided by Horselovers.com, Benefab Products, and Redmond Equine. This 12-hour holiday event is fueled by Delahest Coffee, the official coffee sponsor of a radiothon. I am Glenn Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. Well, welcome back to Radiothon 2017. This is hour two, and Jamie Jennings is back from Horses in the Morning. Good morning. Hey, Jamie, welcome back. I want to remind everybody that for the first time, the live feed is available on the HRN app. So iOS or Android, you can listen to the live button right there. We have 12 hours for you, actually 11 now hours for you, $4,000 in prizes, 20 hosts, all kinds of uh, callers. And our theme this year is your ultimate horsey Christmas gift, past, present, or future. If you want to be entered to win the prizes, including our grand prizes at the end of the day, give us a call at 435-272-1997. Jennifer's been taking calls all morning here, and Jemmy is helping out as well. And this hour, our fantastic prizes are... We have some fantastic custom prizes. The Distance Depot, Beta Biothane Deluxe Add-on, Headstall, and Halter Combo worth over $100. I love that. I actually have one. I love them. They're awesome. And this hour, we're giving away a $50 gift certificate from Horselovers.com, your home for all your horsey holiday shopping. Well, Jamie, we haven't asked you about your ultimate horsey Christmas gift, present, past, or future. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't know. I sound such, such a spoiled brat even telling this, but you ask. So, <laughs> so you'll just have to tell us how fabulous you are. Go for uh, it. It's just, it's like a, such a jerk talking about it because it was my, I married really well. My husband is the nicest guy on the planet. And one year it was, uh, the year before Lucas was born, the Christmas before Lucas was born. Uh, and he's, he's, we have to tighten down the budget. We just moved into kind of a new house and we're getting the farm money. He's like, I don't spend a lot of money on any Christmas gifts. And I said, okay, like no problem. <laughs> I don't have any money anyway. So no problem. So go through the whole Christmas thing. I got him like, you know, the typical like socks and underwear and a couple shirts, just some minor stuff. And he's like, oh, there's something in the tree. And I, was it a squirrel? 
I was not ah. the, the Christmas Vacation Squirrel. It was a little scroll, like a little thing he'd written. And I pull it out, and it is a basically a certificate for a trip to Spain to ride Andalusians at a place in Spain, which oddly enough came from Darley's Newman's Equitrekking. And oh so Darley God. was actually involved in my Christmas <laughs> gift. He's going to be on and in he, a little bit here. He's going to be on shortly. <laughs> so it was a perfect timing to ask me about that. So yeah, um, don't, and I was like, you told me not to spend any money for Christmas. <laughs> and you give me a trip to Spain? Are you kidding me? So yeah, I, um, I got to go ride Andalusians in Spain. And then like, I think a week after that, I got pregnant. So. <laughs> good timing yeah you were married first. at that point right he still wasn't trying to get you to say yes oh we were we were married oh, okay. which is why i was so surprised yeah. it was such a great gift yeah i'm, I, I'm to kind of surprised yes. too that's why i asked <laughs> i know i married really well chad's so. setting the bar way too high for the rest of us horse husbands i'm saying yep. just uh, yep. saying that out loud all right we yep. have uh how about we we have a minute or two here so let's talk to rosie i think i know which rosie this is too good morning merry christmas rosie Merry Christmas, honey. How are you? Good. So I expected <laughs> to hear that in Spanish. So now you got to give me that back in Spanish. So let's start over. Hi, Rosie. Feliz, Merry Christmas. And Feliz Día de Navidad. ¿Cómo están? Thank you. Rosie, tell us about your your ultimate horsey Christmas gift. Answered, I have no idea what he, she said. She said, Merry Christmas. How are you? And you go, thank you. I have no idea what <laughs> she said. I, I, I just was going to go on. I figured I had, I, she could have been swearing at me and I wouldn't know what she said. <laughs> no, no, you guys are too nice to that. You don't get to hear the fun stuff. <laughs> Only when I'm at the barn trying to fix something. <laughs> so what's your ultimate horsey Christmas gift, past, present, or future? Um, actually, it has to go to my future husband. He bought me about $300 worth of hay for Christmas. Oh, oh good hey, one. that's a great so he present. He filled up the barn. <laughs> yes, it's a very good present. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Only a horse girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. But did he well, unload he it? He hatchet and a... Yeah, well, he loaded it up and he unloaded it. And then, you know, he's given me several gifts, like a hatchet and my own hammer, and a couple of, you know, um, a couple of um, hoses and stuff like that. And everybody laughs because they're like, why do you want those gifts? And I'm like, because I can use them. You know, a hatchet's unusual. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Well, I had, I had some trees that I had to get rid of and I was didn't have anything to do with it. So he just showed up with one. <laughs> Nice. Now he could have bought her a chainsaw and made it easier, but no, she's out there with oh, a hatchet going. Oh, me a chainsaw too. Oh, oh, oh now there's a nice guy right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice guy. <laughs> he knows what I want. <laughs> that's right. Well, Rosie, Merry Christmas! Thank you for listening. I know you're an auditor, and we appreciate you oh. being an auditor as well. Feliz Navidad. All right, take care, Rosie. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what she's saying. I never understand what Rosie's saying in Spanish. I don't know. We... It's like, how are you? Yes. We'll be right back. I am Doug Walker from Weatherbeater, and you are listening to the third annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. My ultimate horsey Christmas gift will be the Dublin Sparkle Bobble Beanie in black. I think it'll look lovely in that. Merry Christmas from all of us at Weatherbeater. The Weatherbeater Ultra Cozy Blanket is the definition of cozy.
Starting at the top, your horse will be comfy from ears to tail because the Weatherbeta Ultra Cozy features the cleverly designed Detach-A-Neck neck cover. Add to that features like the Memory Foam Wither Relief Pad, Belly Wrap, Two-Part Full Wrap Tail Flap, and padded elasticized adjustable leg straps that are removable, so keeping them clean is a breeze. The Weatherbeta Ultra Cozy truly is designed to provide your horse ultimate comfort and protection. Plus, this blanket comes with a free matching fleece. Available in medium and heavyweight models in stylish yet practical charcoal, blue, and white. To learn more about this product and find your local retailer, visit weatherbeta.com. Well, Wendy, we are going to be getting our next guest on here. We have Felix Francis coming up, who is the youngest son of Dick Francis, who anybody that has read a horsey book, he's like the best-selling author ever involving horses and racetracks. I mean, it's just, Jennifer's read everyone. You've read everyone. Everyone. Yeah. And we're so excited to have him coming on from England, but uh, we have a minute here. What, what What was your favorite horsey Christmas gift? Well... I have to say, my fabulous Dr. Kyle came home from Home Depot the other day with an early Christmas present, my new weed whacker. (laughs) I was so excited because I have all these pricker bushes all over my property, and I was out there cutting down these pepper trees. Anyone in Florida knows what pepper trees are. But so I was in the woods, and I came back out of the woods after my weeding incident, and I had prickers all in my hair all over my clothes i'm like i need a weed whacker this is insane and he got me a battery powered one so i don't even have to put gas in it oh that's better for you actually it's less dangerous yes (laughs) (laughs) but isn't it true jamie i mean my god the christmas lists for horse girls are much easier actually i know yeah that's exactly what i wanted (laughs) it's perfect yes it's true we just want practical stuff you know it was like recently for my 40th birthday chad was like what do you want jewelry or die i'm like i want a pony cart (laughs) oh that's a good one predictable yeah i got a cart and a harness for a pony as opposed to a piece of jewelry or something we're not going to use now what are you going to do with that look at it Yeah, like wear it and lose it or like not wear it and look at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's go. wear a wedding ring. <laughs> That's right. You lose that too. Uh, yep. Let's go to our next guest. Uh, we have Felix Francis coming on the line. We're thrilled to have him today. He, he's calling us uh, from Newmarket in England. He's a top-selling author in his own right as he carries on the family business. You all know his dad. And that is Dick Francis. He's one of the most successful post-war national hunt jockeys. A lot of people don't know that about him. He was a winner over th- of over 350 races. He was champion jockey in 1953 and 54. He rode for Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, and on his retirement of sport, he published his autobiography, The Sport of Queens, before going on to write 43 best-selling novels. He was rightly acclaimed as one of the greatest thriller writers in the world. Now, his last four novels, Dead Heat, Silks, Even Money, and Crossfire, were written in collaboration with his youngest son, Felix, and who's a former teacher and over the past 40 years has been doing that. And he's also helped research many of Dick's novels. And since then, Felix has taken over as the literary reigns from his father. And, of course, his legacy uh, lives on with... Felix. So we're going to try and get him on here from England. So we'll see if we can 
You know what, Glenn? Hi, Felix. I used to. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hi. How Hi, are Felix. you? You're on the air. Oh, lovely, lovely to talk to you, Glenn. Well, it's good to talk to you too. Now, Wendy, one of my co-hosts here, and my wife have read every Dick Francis book, and now every one of your books. Oh, how wonderful! Thank you very much. Yes, we love your books, and I just remember being a totally horsey person, a horse crazy girl, and I loved that I could, uh, when I didn't have to study and read stuff for my high school and college, I could take a break and read about people that I could actually, you know, had something in common with in your books. Oh, great. That's lovely. I'm here in Newmarket in England. I'm actually at the Tattersall sales today. Uh, you could buy your ultimate Christmas present here. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Uh, I'm researching for uh, my next book, which I'm uh, busily writing at the moment. Uh, did you, when, at what point in your life as a teacher, did you say, okay, I want to take over for dad someday? Was that actually something that you had conversations with him or how did that no, work? Not at all. Uh, uh, in fact, taking over was a complete accident, really. Uh, my mum and dad worked on the books together, and the first book was published, first novel, Dead Cert, was published when I was eight years old. So I grew up with them. And uh, that was in 1962. And by the year 2000, my parents had decided they would retire. And uh, their last book was called Shattered. And my goodness, it was well named because they were very shattered by the end of it. <laughs> and in fact, <clears throat> in fact, I helped them uh, uh, with, the, with the last bits of it. And and so they announced they were retiring, and my mother's long and happy retirement lasted precisely three weeks when, sadly, she died of a heart attack. Uh. And everyone said, well, that's the end of the Dick Francis books. My father was 80, and uh, there wasn't a book for, for six years. But in 2005, my father's literary agent came to me, and he said, uh, there's, uh, we have a problem. Uh, the, all the backlists are going to go out of print. No one is reading your father's books anymore. And what we need is a new hardback. Well, I looked at him as if he was crazy. I mean, my mother had worked on them with my father, and she'd been dead for five years. My father, God bless him, he was 85. He could hardly remember what he had for breakfast, let alone enough to write a book. And uh, my, the agent said, no, what he was actually asking was my permission to ask an existing established crime writer if he would write a Dick Francis novel by so-and-so, just to give the backlist a bit of stimulus. Well, I tell you, I must have had a few glasses of red wine by then because I said, well, before you ask anyone else, I'd like to have a go. Uh, and to his eternal credit, the uh, the agent didn't roll his eyes and say, why do you think an ex-schoolmaster with no writing experience could write a book worthy? <laughs> he simply said, I'll give you two months to write two chapters. I mean, he wow. probably thought that after two months, he would get uh, my permission to ask who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I sent the two chapters in to him. We had another lunch, and uh, I've never been so nervous. And uh, he said, um, well, uh, there's two things you've got to do. One, you've got to go and talk to your father, and the second one is you better get on and finish it. <laughs> and uh, I did get on and finish it, and, you know, I'm not telling anyone this, but it came out as a Dick Francis novel. It didn't have my name on it anyway. I mean, well, nobody's listening it. now, so we're good. No, no. <laughs> Uh, uh, but if it was going to come out, if it was going to stimulate the backlist, it had to come out with his name on. I wasn't allowed to say that for eight years. Oh, wow. uh, oh I didn't uh, realize that. And so my first book was actually um, a book called Under Orders. 
my father read the two chapters and he got very excited by it. So, and he <clears throat> he tried to tell me where I'd gone wrong. <clears throat> I of course ignored him. And uh, <laughs> and the book. Well, of course it sold. I knew it would sell because it had Dick Francis' name on it. It went to the top of the bestseller lists on both sides of the Atlantic. Um, and I, but I was fearful that all the reviewers would say. Uh, you know, Dick's lost it, but actually they all said the master is back. So uh, the <laughs> said we got another one, and I've now done twelve of them. Oh wow! Um, you know what? I think that you were really the perfect um, person to take over because it is a seamless transition. You know, you he, he, Dick Francis had had such a a voice that that's why we love the series. Like you always felt comfortable with where the story was going and you really captured that with continuing on the the books. Well, um, my mother was a great believer in what she called the rhythm of sentence. In other words, to get, I mean, some review, some reviewers have just rather disparagingly said, Oh, the Francis books, they're just easy reading. Well, let me tell you, I worked very hard to make them easy reading Mm -hmm. and and it's partly because of this rhythm of, of sentence. And, of course, it's first-person narrative. And therefore, the reader can get inside the head of the, of the main character. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're exciting. I think that they are uh, entertainment uh, and what I call a good airline book. You know, you start one on, on a trip from London to New York, and you're in New York before you realized it. So, uh, um, yeah, I... I I grew up with them. I mean, I wrote bits of Dick Francis books from a very early age. I designed mm-hmm. the bomb that blew up a light aeroplane in Rat Race. And that, I was a 17-year-old uh, high school physics student at the time. So uh, Apparently you know, a high school troublemaker as well. <laughs> well, actually, my, my physics teacher was great because he and I actually made this device. I mean, not without the explosive, I hasten to add, but <laughs> we, the remote controls, you know, it was pre- it was really pr- pretty much pre-electronics, you know, 1969, 1970. So right. we were making it with magnets and solenoids and all sorts of things. But it worked. And uh, so you might say it's um, in the blood, definitely. Well, yeah, I think that's another thing is that, you know, there's so much research that goes into writing these books because you have to learn about things like that, how to make a how to make an airplane blow up. And you... I mean, you're writing a book a year. That's a, a tight deadline. Absolutely. Research is very important. That's why I'm here at Newmarket at the moment. I'm going out on the gallops with uh, uh, England's best trainer, John Gosden, tomorrow morning, and I'll be talking to him and taking photographs because my next book will be set in Newmarket. Um, and uh, the, one, the one that came out in September, or October in the States, uh, called um, Pulse, was, was about a doctor and I'd had to do a huge amount of research for that. I was, uh, I'm totally amazed how much doctors know. I mean, uh, <laughs> a BBC radio journalist said to me recently, um, a chap called Cornelius Lysett, who, who's the BBC racing correspondent, he said, so in future, if I have something wrong with me, do I come and see you? And I said, well, Cornelius, you can come and see me if you like, but, but only if you've got something that was in the book. Because I know very, I know a lot about um, superventricular tachycardia, but if you come to me with anything else, forget it. Yeah, if you have cancer, <laughs> you're going to die. That's <laughs> so now, Felix. You know, research is. I was going to ask you that too. Did, were you? I know your dad was a jockey. Did were, did any of his kids? How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have one brother, an um, elder brother called Merrick, and. Uh, 
he runs um, a, a racehorse transport business. Uh, oh, wow. I've been sitting in his office here at the sales because he does a lot of work taking horses to and from the sales. Uh, Lambourne Racehorse Transport is his is his business. So he was himself a jockey, and then he was a racehorse trainer for many years before he moved into racehorse transport. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, I rode I rode as a kid, but um, uh, sadly I'm the wrong shape. Uh, I'm slightly too broad. <laughs> Not, or, not just slightly too broad, but a lot broad. Uh, I think I'd need a cart horse if I was going to ride. <laughs> <laughs> we can arrange that, right? Glenn? Yeah, we can. We both drive. We can. <laughs> we can make sure that happens, Felix. Um, so, Felix, well, right, this is all about the holidays today and the radiothon. We, we really kick off the holiday yeah. season here in the horse world. What were the holidays like for you growing up with with your mom and dad? And and you know, was it Norman Rockwell? Was it you know, what was it like? Well. It, it was always interesting because uh, it was around Christmas time was uh, was when Dad was writing. Um, he, he would start in, in in November, December, much the same as I'm doing now. And and uh, you know the breakfast the, the discussion over the breakfast table would be uh, whether Sid Halley could survive the night with a 38 slug in his guts rather than who was doing the school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much explosive would it take to to blow up an aeroplane or a house or uh, you know, there all sorts of things. How much damage could you do with a bow and arrow? I mean, all sorts of things like this were were great fun. I mean, it was it was exciting because you got to meet a load of people that you wouldn't otherwise meet. Um, and of course, Christmas Day was always a day where uh, you know you had to ride out anyway. We had ponies, and they would need riding. And uh, but I have happy memories of Christmas. You know, well, you you go out with a horse with loads of tinsel in its bridle and that sort of thing. I mean. I know you you said in in an email that you know what was my best and worst Christmas present equestrianly equestrian wise and I can't really think of something um, that was my best. I, I certainly know my worst, which was a few years ago. I hope they're not listening. Someone gave me a clock, which uh, is a clock in the shape of a horse, and its tail is the uh, is the pendulum. <laughs> and, uh, I said to my wife, I said, where should we put this? And she said, in the bin would be good. But actually, I put it up in a... <laughs> and actually, I'm rather fond of it now. So, you know, it's always... Uh, it's it's in my walk-in storeroom, so I can see it with its tail going up and down, up and down. <laughs> um, and it's slightly better than a cuckoo clock, I think, but, uh, not, but not much. Um, but it's... Um, you know, happy days. We always used to go racing on on the day after Christmas, which of course we call Boxing Day over here. And we used to go um, to Kempton Park to watch the King George VI chase, and it was always a very festive day and lots of mulled wine and and uh, and good racing. I mean, one of the best steeplechase races of the year, and um, that was always a lot of fun. I was curious too, Felix. Your dad raced for so long. Obviously, wrote a, a bazillion books about racing. I'm always curious of whether the ex jockeys actually place any wagers. Was he a betting man or not? Well, of course, a professional jockey is not allowed right. to bet. I meant after uh, they not, retire. Yeah, not allowed to is rather different to not actually. <laughs> um, except they're the worst tipsters in the world. Uh, but. Um, my father um, used to have gamble, but very, very rarely. He'd do it, you know. He'd go to Royal Ascot every year, and he'd have to take a party of people and have, um, and, you know, a picnic in the car park, and 
and lots of friends and, and it would sort of be you, the thing you had to do just to because everyone would say which horse are you on and everything but he'd only bet in sort of you know one or two pound amounts and and never he, he always used to say oh, that the best tip of the day was to keep your money in your pocket and uh, <laughs> and i've uh, over the years met a few bookmakers i haven't yet met a poor one so uh, <laughs> uh i'm uh, I'm not a great gambler myself. Not not on horses anyway. I I, I like playing cards, but uh, yeah. Um, I mean horses. You know, I, I mean I'm a, I'm a lover of horses. Of course I am, uh, because I write about them. I grew up with them. But you know they are they're fairly unpredictable. If it was if it was totally predictable, there wouldn't be any point in gambling on them, would it? No, nope, um, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Win. <clears throat> well, yeah. Felix, believe it or not, we've run out of time already, and I know oh, you're at the sales. But... Are you you're going to buy something? Have you been keeping your hand down? Oh, just... <laughs> no, no I, I'm keeping my hands firmly in my pocket here. <laughs> but uh, if your listeners want a good Christmas present, yep. then I hope that you'll tell them to buy uh, Pulse, which is out at the moment. It's a very different Dick Francis compared to some of the others. Uh, I'm not going to tell you why. But it's had some great reviews on, on Booklist and, and Publishers Weekly. And it's done very well. Um, and I think it's the perfect Christmas gift. So uh, um, it's available in all good bookshops and online, of course. So I uh, hope your readers will uh, will enjoy it. I've certainly enjoyed talking to you. And I wish you all a very happy holidays and very Merry Christmas. Thank you, Felix. I appreciate that, too. It's called Pulse, right? That's the it's name? called Pulse, as, as in... As in, uh, um, make, your, make your pulse race a bit. Ah, good, good. Well, that's nice. terrific. I'm sure we can find it on Amazon and all the usual spots. And, of course, Absolutely. you can find Felix yeah. at felixfrancis.com, too. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, uh, and uh, I've also got a, uh, a couple of Facebook pages. One is called Dick Francis, and one is called Dick and Felix Francis. But... Uh, or Felix and Dick, I can't even remember which way around it is. And, uh, if, and I, I post on there. Uh, fairly often. I'm not. I'm not too good with Twitter. I can't think that people really want to know what I'm doing. Uh, can I just say though that one of the things I do remember about Christmas as as kids is that we used to have what was called the falling off fund, uh, which if we fell off our ponies during the year, we had to put um, sixpence or then it went up to a shilling into the falling off fund, and we used to have an awful lot of money by Christmas time when we used to have a party. Uh, and- that was me, my brother, and a couple of friends. Uh, you know, the party was sort of soda pop and and, and potato chips, but um, it was a thing I remember very well. In fact, I had one pony once which was so difficult to stay on that if you managed to jump a j- jump on it, you got paid out of the falling off pony. <laughs> <laughs> and funny. that was that was a good Christmas party, I'll tell you. Things like that, you know, happy days, happy days. Well, Felix, that sounds terrific. I love the falling off fund. That's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> Can I just say, I want to be British for Christmas. Like, I just, I, I want to be a British child with a pony for Christmas. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, nothing better, nothing better. Oh, wonderful. Thanks, Felix. Well, Merry I Christmas. A very successful day. Um, I, I know you're on for a very long time, so I hope you had a good breakfast. And uh, very, very happy Christmas to you and to all your listeners. Thanks, Felix. Bye bye for now. Take care. Merry Christmas. Wow, is he a cool guy, huh? Oh, my gosh. That was so (laughs) interesting. That's amazing. Uh, That was awesome. There's so many really cool 
really cool horse people in the world. And, you know, we've talked to over 7,000 of them, and we're not done. There's 7, 20, 50,000 more that we're going to be talking yeah. to over the next couple of years. And uh, how neat it is to talk to him. What history there. Uh, and what cool Christmas is. <laughs> What's really neat. I really would have a lot of money if I'd started a falling off fund. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> Me too. You would. We need I to start retire. one for the auditors need a falling off fund. And we'd just do a big party at the end of the year. You'd be paying out every weekend. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's, you people. let's do this. Let's uh, hear for the latest batch of voicemails. Of course, this started in year one of the first year of the Radiothon, where listeners just send in these great songs and things and comments, and we just put them in packages and play them all day long. And it's always one of the favorite parts. And we're coming back with Darlie Newman right after this. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. I am Mary from Horselovers.com, and my ultimate horsey Christmas gift would be a pair of Treadstep Michelangelo field boots. Enjoy these holiday voicemails from listeners throughout the world brought to you by Horselovers.com. Happy holidays to everyone in the HRN family. This is Robin from Northern California. And a big thanks to Jen and Glenn and all the hosts for this incredible network that you've created and the community that's a result of this network. And I look forward to spending the holidays with all of you for many years to come. My fantasy um, gift would have to be a place to live with my horses that I could ride out from. I have a lovely place to live, and my horses have a lovely place to live, and we have lovely trails to ride on, so I'm pretty fortunate already. But if I could have them all in the same place, that would be amazing. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks again, guys. Radiothon night. We'll be drinking mana shepherds as we make our way out to the barn. The aisles swept in, the menorahs lit, it's Hanukkah party time on the farm. Cause hey! With a bruise, the horse manure and hay suck on our shoes. With the ones up for some good kosher horsey fun. I think a new Pessoa would make a fine gift for my horse indeed. As far as I go, I'd like some new and a most small request from me and my steed. Cause hey, we're the bruise, the horse manure and hay stuck on our shoes. We're the ones up for some good kosher horsey fun. Eat your ensomites, horse obsessed with sugar nuts. We're gonna ride tonight. We are the chosen ones. Hunts the driven. We gallop and we feast. We celebrate all that's great with Glenn, Jen, and Jamie. We're the bruise with horse manure and hay stuck on our shoes. We're the ones up for some good kosher horsey fun. Happy Hanukkah, HRN. Hi, this is Auditor Nicole McKean calling from Ontario, Canada with my Radiothon poem. 
Twas a night in November before Radio Thon. Glenn and Jen, busy hustlin', the big show soon would be on. Jemmy lie awake, her mind was all hazy, not sure what she'd sign up for. These horse people are crazy. With Jamie and Wendy and all of the hosts, listeners will call in and the winners will boast. A time to chime in about our favorite horsey gifts from horse lovers, weather beta, and a shoulder relief girth that fits. Twelve hours of laughter, equines and fun, and at the end a grand prize when Horse Nation is done. We all thank HRN for the hours of cheer, enjoying one another as Christmas draws near. Happy Radiothon, everyone, and Merry Christmas. Hello, Horse Radio Network people. This is Rhonda Crabtree, a.k.a. Julie McCoy, your cruise director. My dream Christmas gift is the farm, the whole kit and caboodle. I might as well go big if I'm dreaming, right? Um, I'd like a very private 100 acres, not too close to the city but not too far, the gigantic arena, and one outside as well. For summer, because we do get summer in Canada. And if Santa could throw in staff to take care of it, that would be great. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. It's Danielle Rigby with my entry. You're going to think Jamie sings like an angel once you hear this, but here goes. Chestnuts growing on my horse's legs. Horse whiskers tickling my nose. Jennings singing is not being admired And folks tuning in to win some horse clothes And so I'm offering this simple phrase To equestrians from 1 to 92 It's been said many times and many ways. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. If ever there were an ultimate horsey Christmas gift, I'd have to give my mind a sift. Hidden beneath all the useless knowledge and all the random facts I learned in college. Somewhere in my brain it hides, somewhere deep within, I cannot lie. As silly as it may seem, I truly envy Glenn, Jen, and Jamie. Along with Jimmy and all the Horse Radio Network hosts, I truly aspire to conduct interviews like them from coast to coast. To be on a podcast, to be on the air, to talk to people from everywhere, to go on adventures, to have a press pass. I discovered my ultimate horsey Christmas gift at last. If Santa delivered that big red mic, I'd start preparing that very night. I'd wake up in the morning and log on to Skype and wait for the other host to join me. Oh, what a sight. The best Christmas gift I could ever receive would to be a Horse Radio Network host, which I would do with absolute glee. Hi, this is Laura Gladden, and you may remember my mother, Betsy Swanson, and her song, If I Only Had a Horse, from Radiothon last year. Uh, my little song here is a tribute to her little gray a quarter pony, Penelope. My song is a rendition of Soft Kitty from the Big Bang TV show. And here we go. Soft pony, warm pony, trotting in the snow. Sees a bucket, sees her shadow, blow, blow, blow. 
Bolting pony, fast pony, head up in the sky. Ice and water, snowflakes scatter, fly, fly, fly. Stopping pony, fenced in pony, sliding little feet. Mommy's here and daughter dear, treat, treat, treat. Hungry pony, starving pony, worked up an appetite. Candy canes make your Christmas bright, bright, bright. Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your Christmas with your horse at home. Horselovers.com is offering a special gift with purchase just for Radiothon listeners. Horse Lovers partnered with Kodiak, their premium blanket brand, to create a special gift just for you, the listeners of Radiothon. Here's the deal. Spend at least $49 with Horse Lovers, enter radio in the coupon box at checkout, and get an easy roll-up all-purpose fleece blanket with purchase that's valued at $25. So you spend at least $49, you get a gift valued at $25. This is an exclusive code just for Radiothon listeners. Good while supplies last only. So horselovers.com, shop today and use coupon code RADIO to get your free, easy roll-up, all-purpose fleece blanket. Well, we are back here on the second hour of the third annual Radiothon, and we are going to take one quick caller, and then we're going to go to Darlene Newman, because this caller's been waiting a while. So I want to talk to Star. Hi, Star. Welcome to the show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm in Mockville, North Carolina. Oh, so good. Enviably close to Tryon. Oh. So maybe. getting ready for WEG next year. And We're all you have rooms oh, yeah. available for rent? Just curious. <laughs> couches. Couches, I floor. Couches, a stall. I have I have two empty stalls. So oh, good. Um, we're about an hour away, but uh, yeah, it, as soon as the news broke, everyone around here started planning and scheming and figuring out who had rental property and who had a camper trailer and all of that. So uh, well, we're, we're going to be up, totally so excited. get make room. <laughs> you have good internet okay. right. we need to do you've our shows. My, you've got my address. <laughs> okay, good. Show up. <laughs> well, start. Tell us real quick. We have about a minute. What was your uh, favorite holiday gift? My favorite holiday horsey gift from my very non-horsey partner was two tickets for everything to Rolex two years ago with oh, accommodation. Wow. He won brownie points for that. <laughs> and I got to do a course walk, course walk with Boyd, who you'll have on today, yep. and took selfies with all kinds of people, saw great rides, and it was just, it was breathtaking. It was absolutely breathtaking. And I know it's not called Rolex anymore, but I'm old, so I don't have to change. Yeah, no, we don't either. We still <laughs> call that. it Rolex, too. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. You have to call it the Land Rover because support the people who support the horse trial. I'm old, too, yeah, and well, I've been Rolex I know, a ton. I, know. I mean, Land Rover a ton. It was I Rolex. I could call the past but, Rolex. That's right. I'll go with that. I agree. The pa- oh, so so there's, our, there's our out. We get to call the past ones Rolex. Yes. Yeah. And moving forward, we will re- right. refer to it as the It's official. Rover. We've declared so, it on this my, show, that's so that's out. the way it is for everybody. That is that's the way right. it is. Star says. <laughs> well, Star, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank idea. you so much. We'll see you in a, next year up in uh, your home, home town. 
Well, close to, but we'll we'll be. We're. I think North Carolina is just going to be immersed. We're we're expecting hundreds of thousands of visitors. So all of the horse folks are so excited about it. Well, we'll be there. Thanks, Star. And Merry I Christmas. I just love uh, wonderful. The- the North Carolina accent is just subtle and it's sweet and it's kind and it's oh, nice. Well, and like I have to, well, I do. I am actually not from North Carolina. I'm from Charlottesville. My family's from Charlottesville, Virginia. So I, I, oh. I have a. a you got the I Virginia. A, um, you got the Virginia accent. I do. Virginia. I do. I get the, get the mouse out of the house, but um, uh, but it is a blended. We're a blended family, so <laughs> kind of a blended accent. We're a but blended it is, Yeah, we're, we're blended here, too, but in a very <laughs> different way, Star. Thank, <laughs> thanks a bunch. Talk <laughs> to you later. Star, Bye. Star, Bye. Christmas. Well, we have to introduce <laughs> our next guest who's been coming on our shows, I think, since we started, right, Jamie? Uh, yes, she was. And, and she's been coming on since I think maybe the second or third episode. And she's also <laughs> part of my best Christmas gift ever that I talked about earlier was when Chad gave me a trip to Spain and went through Darley's Equitrekking Company. She does these trips that you guys, the things that she does on TV, you can do it too. <laughs> have to have to call her and she'll set it up for you. Good morning, Darley. How are you? Hi, it's so good to hear your voices. And it was so, I'm so excited about Tryon as well. I was down there a couple of years ago um, and rolled through. I did like a whole Carolinas tour and drove around the States and visited folks and went to Tryon and such a cute place, such a horsey culture. You can, you know, people are riding through the streets there. It reminded me a little bit of Aiken because I love that. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. What on the, where in the world are you right well, now? Well, let me clarify for those that don't know, we are talking <laughs> to Darlie Newman of Equitrekking. She, of course, is an Emmy Award winner, has a TV show, Equitrekking. That's been on for what, 10, 12 years now? It's been on for a while. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been, yeah. It's been it's been ten years. I mean, I was I, the other day. I was like, wow, I think I should be announcing an anniversary or something at some point. But, um, but we yeah, we will be announcing. We're coming to streaming networks too this winter for both Equitrekking and then I don't know if you guys have been following. I'm doing a second show that's on PBS now as well, and it's not all about horses. But I'm gonna let you know that we're riding in that show some too. <laughs> Travels with Darley, so more chances to watch and discover new places to ride oh my gosh okay i gotta ask how many countries have you been to do you even know anymore i would have to go back and count i mean the thing is now i'm like actually going back to places multiple you know more than once which is interesting because you know you travel somewhere and you're like wow you know it's once in a lifetime i'm not going to get back there but now i'm like going back and seeing even places that I think people just ne- for sure are not thinking about necessarily traveling to like just destinations and areas that are truly less discovered, which is really cool. I mean, even on our first trips, we were doing that. <laughs> so now that I'm going back again to some places, I feel like I'm really seeing destinations for sure. But yeah, we, we've gone a lot of places. I'm sure you, you guys know from Spain to Botswana to Turkey, we're trying to cover it all. So And <laughs> you just, do be busy for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. And now, so our question 
as far as holidays go, what are some of the most amazing places? Like what places in the world are super unique for their holiday traditions? Well, you know, one thing I was going to say is you, you did the Spain trip that I did. And it's so funny because I actually did that trip around Thanksgiving one year. So this is a couple of years ago, but I actually just for a holiday trip was in Spain for Thanksgiving. I did not miss Turkey. I rode horses on the beach. I, you know, enjoyed Seville and went and had tapas. So, I mean, there are a lot of places that I just think are neat to travel to enjoy during the holidays. Um, Whether you do something warm or you, I think anything where you can do horseback riding in the snow, um, the ranches, a lot of our ranches have really awesome holiday um, events and specials that they'll do like there's a, there's new year's getaways too guys <laughs> don't just think it's just christmas and thanksgiving i mean i've i've just um been looking at places that you can go ride like there's a provence trip where you can you ride by day and then there's like a new year's party that night so i don't know there's just really cool things you can make your own tradition around horses whether it's at home or abroad but there is something kind of neat about maybe one year doing something different and traveling somewhere you definitely remember it in a different way. It's well, my my right? dad, not a horse guy, uh, but my dad this year, he is traveling for Christmas, but he's going to Germany. I guess there's a big place where they do a German Christmas market. And so that's where he's going. So I was just thinking there's got to be a place that just screams Christmas or screams, you know, uh, ha- New Year. What What are some of the places that you've been that you would recommend going like? pinned like tell me where to go well i mean i'm gonna go to france (laughs) in the next couple weeks and do some um christmas markets along the french riviera um in provence and nice and Cannes. so those are places that i will i'll be discovering it you know in a new way but um i think anything in europe is like you're talking about germany those are places that have really cool traditions castle leslie in ireland gets so decked out that's a great equestrian destination i don't know i think i think you guys probably know it i know i've talked about it before um but you know it's a castle it's still owned by the founding family they've got cross country there you can do trail riding lessons they've got an indoor arena outdoor um places to ride but they really go all out we have on our website there's an article where you can see just some of the photos um, it's like a Christmas explosion, but in a beautiful way, in a beautiful wow. way, because you're at a castle in Ireland. So I think that's pretty neat. But I, another thing I think is neat, like, you know, Lexington, Michigan does like an old fashioned Christmas horse parade, which is just something cool when you can, you know, ride through town and you've got like Santa Claus on horseback. That's pretty neat. So I think there's a lot of different places, both in the U.S. and abroad. Um, Middleburg is like beautiful during the holidays. And we know that's like a super horsey place and they do a parade as well. So there's a, there's a lot of places near and far that you can celebrate and, and get some really neat traditions around the holidays. Glenn, I'm going to have to go back to Ireland because I did not go to Castle Leslie. You missed the castle. There was one you missed. There was one castle I missed. No, it was, that was further north than we were going. So I'm going to have to go back. Sorry. Bye, guys. Yeah. You do. Well, that's, I'm serious, guys. That's one of my favorite places. And I just had some friends that are not riders, but they have ridden, like, you know, or and this lady rode when she was younger. But they just went to Castle Leslie and 
and rode there and were like in love with it as well. So you, you might need to go back for that one, I think. Okay. Well, no, no more needed to be said. I'm you know what else way. I love about going on, <laughs> on equestrian holidays? The horses that they give you to ride are always way better than the horses you have at home. <laughs> it's like so much more fun. That's funny. That's true. That's and funny. some places that it's, well, it's cool too, because again, you're getting the different breeds when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, in Spain, you've got the wonderful Andalusian horses and yeah, you can you can do some riding in Iceland in the winter. It's a little bit cold, but that's there's some year round stuff there too. Um, and you've got the wonderful Icelandic horses. So I don't know. I think that adds another element to it as well, and just makes it it makes it a little different from what you get at home. That's well, Dar- true. So it, yeah, it, in India they have the Marwari. I think that's how you say it. Horses, and then Ireland they have the Irish draft horses. It just that is really special, Wendy, that you mentioned that because you can totally go check out these other breeds that are in other mm-hmm. countries. How amazing. Well, okay, what's your favorite breed then, darling? Favorite breed of horse? Um, honestly, I don't have a favorite breed. I don't. But I will say, I love the Irish horses. All the Irish horses I've ever ridden have been wonderful. It's just something about their temperament. And I do think it's because um, in Ireland, it, it's just like there's more of a laid back philosophy around horses. And I wouldn't say that they're not well trained. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that their horses, they're just outside so much. So, you know, they're not necessarily in stalls a lot. And I think that can make a horse be a little more chill and, you know, welcoming right. and at one with nature. I've just found the Irish horses to be wonderful, but I love a lot of different breeds. I like the Atlantics because they're a lot of fun. Um, you know, just got that cool gait and a little bit closer to the ground. You feel like you're like gliding. So yes, I'm a lover of many different breeds. Many, many. Wonderful. Well, Darlie, where can everybody find you? I mean, aside from all over the you know, TV, all your television channels, yeah, all around the PBS. world. <laughs> just turn the station, and she's there again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you could go to. We have equitrekking.com, equitrekkingtravel.com, and Top Twenty Ranches with great resources and information on wonderful places to ride. And then also check out travelswithdarley.com, and that's also on your local PBS stations now as well, and online on AOL. Um, so lots of places where you can check us out and find some new ideas for adventures all over the world. Darley, I'm disappointed well, you have never come to the HRN Ranch here in Ocala, Florida, to do one of your TV shows. I'm so upset with you. Are you, have you not even done Florida, Glenn? I don't. I what the what? hell? Like a state I am missing. <laughs> I am missing Florida. I need to get down there. Seriously. Yeah, like Wellington, Ocala, two of the biggest horse places in the country, and you've not been here. Hello. I know. I know. I've I've done Kentucky quite a few times, but. I I am missing Florida. That is not good. I need to look into that. Well, you for you sure. let me know, and we'll help you out. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Thanks, Darlie. It's good to <laughs> talk Darlie, to you thank again. Thank you. Merry Thanks, Christmas. Guys. Take care. Happy holidays. You too. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I love her. You can talk to her for hours because there's just so many things. She's been everywhere multiple times. You could just pick her brain forever. And she got in to some of the places like in Egypt and some of the places you can't go anymore because it's too dangerous. Yeah. She did yeah. before it got dangerous. So she got to experience some things that, that really very few are ever going to be able to experience again. So it it is really cool. All right, let's hear from Redmond, and then we're coming back, and we have to give more prizes away. 
Being a horse can be stressful. There's trailering, going to strange places to show or trail ride, the threat of tummy upset from new hay or changes in feed, and of course, the dreaded new horse in the barn that causes drama, drama, drama. That's why your horse needs Redmond's Daily Gold Stress Relief. Daily Gold Stress Relief is a natural and unique blend of minerals that work together to encourage healthy digestion. Unique molecules attract and bind toxins that cause stomach trouble, while its high pH takes the burn out of acetic ulcers and sores. By bringing your horse's stomach pHs to a healthy balance, it can help pacify your horse and reduce conditions that lead to stomach issues. Redmond Daily Gold Stress Relief is available in a convenient quick-relief syringe, four-and-a-half-pound pouch, or the big 25-pound bucket. Find Redmond Daily Gold Stress Relief at your local tack and feed supplier or go online to redmondequine.com. Well, we're also sponsored today by Benefab. Benefab by Soar No More is a research-backed company that offers innovative wearable products that help increase mobility and lessen pain for your horse. With products from leg wraps to blankets and more, they have a product that can help address aches and pains in almost every part of the equine body. Their fabrics are infused with a special bioceramic thread, which emits for infrared wavelengths. And in addition to that, their smart products incorporate bioceramics with magnetic therapy for an even further targeted treatment. Each product helps increase overall blood circulation, relieve joint stiffness, and relax muscles. And recently, a clinical trial was published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science, proving that the Smart Scrim significantly reduced back soreness over a six-week period in moderate to high-exercise horses. There are no harmful side effects, and with proper washing care, the products will never lose their therapeutic value. Visit BenefabProducts.com for more info or order today also available through Amazon Prime. Well, thank you, Jamie. Well, we also want to remind everybody uh, that we are raising money for kids in foster care in Ohio today. If you go to youcaring.com slash Holiday Radiothon, you'll find it. We're up to $1,958. Thank you to Amanda, Larry, Brenda, Rory, Janelle, Mary, Nancy, Kathleen, Abby, and those were just the ones in the recent time. So thank you to all of them for donating. We really appreciate it. That's going to keep going all day. We want to reach our goal of twenty. Five hundred bucks. Look, we only have five hundred fifty dollars to go, so hop on there at some point today and donate as little as you want. It doesn't matter. We don't care. But uh, every bit helps. Every yeah. bit helps. So what do we figure if we get uh, if we get twenty five hundred dollars and you you give every kid fifty dollars worth of gifts? We've given a lot of kids gifts that may not have that in Ohio. So yeah. and and you can hear more about that on the first hour of the show, and that will be out shortly. It's being uh, posted right now. We're posting those on the Horses in the Morning feed, by the way. So if you're listening to our shows, go to the Horses in the Morning feed. You'll find it there. You'll also find it at HolidayRadioThon.com, and they're going to come out as we finish the hours. They'll be out within an hour. So all day long you'll be able to catch up on what you missed wendy what do we have to give away this hour well this hour we have some fantastic custom products for you the distance depot beta biothane deluxe add-on headstall and halter combo worth over a hundred dollars you can choose your color size and hardware type either stainless steel or brass these are very popular in the distance and trail riding world 
The bridal halter combo with its two-part design allows you to remove the bridle quickly, leaving the halter in place. The easy-to-use snaps allow you to attach the pair at the brow. Stainless steel and brass snaps allow you to clean your tack without ever needing to worry about rust. Just drop it in a soapy bucket of water, rinse, and dry. Best thing right there, boy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Especially in Florida. No leather for us. (laughs) These custom headstall and halter combos can be found at thedistancedepot.com. That's thedistancedepot.com. Plus, every hour, we will be giving away $50 at horselovers.com. Use coupon code RADIO at checkout to get a free Kodiak easy roll-up all-purpose fleece blanket on all orders over $49 at horselovers.com. All right. Did you sort, Wendy? I sorted. I'm All right. so excited. Well, between what number and what number, Jamie, you're going to pick again. for This will be for the halter combo from Distance Depot. Okay. What Between one and what? Oh, between one and 123. All right. I'm going to go with number 15. 15 is... Drumroll. Rosie Marillo. Hey, Rosie. We just talked to her. Uh, yeah, we did. Congratulations, Rosie. I know she has a horse she could put that on, so that's terrific. Congratulations If to I Rosie. knew how to say congratulations in Spanish, Spanish. Could I'd you be do doing that for us, Jamie? Spanish, say congratulations. Felice Navidad. Perfect. Yes. Very good. <laughs> that's all I know. All right. So. We bueno. We, we, we bueno. <laughs> Felicidad. <laughs> do you need another number? We need or one more. It? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. We Lucas, need another one. What, what number? Come here, come here. You gotta say it in this thing. One hundred and a million is not one of the choices. One hundred and a million, no. It only goes to one twenty. My favorite numbers, one hundred and a million. All right, one hundred and one. Let's go, one hundred and one. One hundred and one. One hundred and one. One hundred and one is Carol from from North Carolina. Hey, Carol from North Carolina. Congratulations, you won the fifty dollars gift card to horselovers dot com. Well, we're, don't forget about the grand prizes at the end of the day. The Weatherbeta Blanket Gift Pack worth $500 and your choice of any Wintech saddle. That's North America's favorite synthetic, synthetic saddle brand. Wintech saddles have been combining world-leading innovations in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles since 1986. Whether simply enjoying your time together or schooling for competition, there's a model range for you. People, you get to pick any one you want. That's such a great prize. <laughs> That's right. Visit wintech-saddles.com. And by the way, all the hosts have been fighting to get yes. included in this. Uh, wintech-saddles.com. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. Now, you're coming back for the 8 o'clock hour for the party. I, I will be back and at 8 o'clock. I mean, I expect some drinking to have, have happen. I expect you guys to be happy. Yeah, we have our champagne too. bottle. We're going to pop it at 8 o'clock. So we're starting. Oh, Good. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're having a party. I thought the last we were going to pop it at eight in the morning. I'm really pissed. <laughs> yeah, she was really disappointed. This <laughs> Twelve hours of waiting. <laughs> she was really upset. All right, we oh, have Reese and Philip from the Dressage Radio Show coming up next with great guests, and also Reese is going to talk food. We're going to be talking food part of the time because that, of course, is one of people's favorite parts of the holidays. Bye, Jamie. Talk to you later. Bye, Jamie. Hey, thanks everybody for donating, and have a great one. Talk to you soon.
Well, we hope you enjoyed that hour. What a fun hour it was of Radiothon. And hopefully we'll be back next year with some Radiothon. Maybe we'll do it every couple of years. Well, coming up next, we have another hour of Radiothon. This one was from 2018 and included author and horse lover Peggy Rowe. Plus two-time Road to the Horse champion Vicki Wilson from Down Under. And, of course, more songs and everything that we do in Radiothon. And this hour is sponsored by Equiderma. Equiderma Dry Shampoo is called Daily Defense, and we've been hearing great things about it from our listeners. It's now available at Equiderma.com. The all-natural ingredients attack and kill all bacterial and fungal infections that cause most equine skin ailments. Give it a try. Like so many of our listeners have, Equiderma offers 100% happiness guarantee. If anything fails to meet your expectations in any way, just let them know and they'll refund your money. Visit Equiderma.com for details on the Equiderma dry shampoo called Daily Defense. over. The fourth annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weather Beta will start shortly. Grab the eggnog and settle in for 12 action-packed holiday-filled hours. This is Colleen from Weather Beta. The hosts are saddled up, the prizes are ready, and the holiday voicemails are loaded in the gate. And they're off. The weather outside is frightful, but HRN is so delightful. The auditors are listening in. Radiothon is about to begin. Glenn, Wendy, Jamie, Jan, and Jammy are working and talking aplenty. Their ponies are all fed and warm. Radiothon is a horse crazy storm. Oh, the sponsors are all on board. Thank you, Wintech Weather Beat and more. All the hosts handing out the gear. We all hope to win big and cheer. Twelve hours of all day long with horses and interviews and songs the day is full we know Radiothon 2018 here we go Radiothon 2018 here we go Welcome to Hour One, the Horses in the Morning Hour of the 4th Annual Horse Radio Network 12-Hour Live Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta. With additional support provided this hour by Horse Lovers, Omega Alpha Equine, Cavallo, and Gene Abernethy. 
I am Glenn the Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. Let's get this party started! And we're here! Hi, Wendy! Hi, Glenn! I'm so excited for our next Radiothon! 12 hours live, and you're at home this time. Wendy's not in the studio. She has internet now. She can do it from home. That's right. (laughs) We hope. We'll see. We I are might so, be driving to Ocala. Yeah, you might be. <laughs> we are so excited to be with you. We have to give acknowledgement. That beautiful song you heard, Wendy, wasn't that great? It's uh, incredible. That was Joy Elizabeth Dorsch who sang that, and she won the contest for opening song. And, uh, you know, she has a voice of an angel. And then I found out she teaches opera at a college. So, oh my God. <laughs> so she should, but it was a wonderful song. Thank you, Joy, and congratulations on winning that. That other voice you're hearing laughing in the background is, of course, host of Horses in the Morning for the last eight years, Jamie Jennings. Good morning, everybody. I'm ready to get started. Hey, by the way, that and you're off with the horses going in the beginning. That was awesome, Glenn. Good job. It is that was awesome. cool. I listened to it this morning before the show to get warmed up. And it, and when I heard her song again, I just want to play that all day long. It's a great song. Yeah, I just like the, the chick from Weatherby to say, and they're off. And it was like right when the horses took off. It was really cool. Good job. <laughs> hey, Wendy. Wendy and I um, don't get to talk enough, so we're going to spend the first hour just chit-chatting. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't have any That'll be plans. so exciting. <laughs> and on that yeah, note, <laughs> we're going to get on with the show. So oh, this is okay, what we've fine. got. Um, you can listen on our iPhone app, uh, iOS or Android, or our phone app, iOS or Android. You just click on the live button. You can download it at the App Store. We have 12 hours on, of unbelievable guests for you today. We're going to start the 12 hours with Peggy Rowe. Micro's mom, who's also a horse girl, who may throw him under the bus a little bit. We have over $5,000 in prizes. Yes, it went up to $5,000 in the last week. 20 hosts. We have callers by the hundreds. Yeah, we, 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 the schedule is set, and we have prizes all day long. You can find all the information at HolidayRadiothon.com. Our theme for this year is, if your horse could talk, what would be his or her New Year's resolution for 2019? So you're going to hear some of those in the voicemail packages. Everyone who entered a voicemail is eligible for the prizes. And you can call today and get entered again. So you can get a second entry if you call today at 435-272-1997. The recorded version of today is posting by the hour all day long. Jemmy is over there doing that. So she's going to make sure they go up all day long. You can find them at HolidayRadiothon.com or at the Horses in the Morning podcast feed is where you'll find the recorded versions. And now, right away, we have to start every Radiothon with one of the fabulous people at Weatherbeta. And we have Jess on with us from Weatherbeta. Hi, Jess. Hey, how are you, Glenn? Good. You are here to take the champagne bottle and smack it against the bow of the ship. Okay? That's your job. Do you have the champagne bottle ready? I have always at my desk. I have a champagne bottle. They encourage that. (laughs) They encourage that at Weatherbeater. So. Thank you, Jess, so much yeah. f- for sponsoring. This is you guys started with us. You took a chance when we started Radiothon four years ago, and we're the title sponsor and have been ever since. Thank you so much for supporting this craziness we do here. Well, you guys are wonderful. Um, the opening, as was mentioned before, was fabulous. So, really good job on that. 
Um, and yeah, no, we're just really excited to be part of it. So thank you. Well, and we all use your blankets. As a matter of fact, you heard probably you heard us talking before the show. <laughs> all of us use Weatherbeat blankets, so it's pretty easy to have Weatherbeat as a sponsor. I... I did hear that. And yeah, no, so we're giving away um, for the $5,000 worth of prizes. We are giving away a package worth $500. Um, and part of that includes, I believe, the blankets that was being described before, which would be the Weatherbeat Ultra Cozy, which is the ultimate. Um, it's got all the bells and whistles and, you know, nearly indestructible unless you have a super wrecker, um, <laughs> so, which I'm sure some of your listeners have out there. But it's a fabulous blanket. Oh, my gosh. So it's we have amazing. that. It's amazing. I, I is that actually, the one that you had? Is that the one you were describing? Yes. Well, the neck is attached. So when you put it on mm -hmm. the horse, it's like the neck is already there. So you don't have to fuss with a whole bunch of buckles and stuff. You just zip, uh, you, know, you just Velcro it under the neck. Oh my gosh, that thing is so mm -hmm. comfortable. It's hard not to just snuggle up in it myself when I'm putting on them cold. So that's a fantastic Absolutely. What a great, and he's yeah, been turned out in the pasture and there's not a scratch on it. It is really tough and really awesome. And it is, if you're giving that away, I'm going to personally vouch for the person that wins that. You are going <laughs> to love it. Because Jamie's not eligible. And I hear about it that. every year that she's not yeah. eligible to win prizes. Every year I hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving that away as well as um, a nice fleece cooler to go along with it. And um, part of our prime collection. So a, a nice pad, uh, a prime pad under the weather beta brand. So I did on really, really Black nice package for your listeners. I on Black Friday because I know I don't get to win. I bought the rest of my horses weather beta. So <laughs> we're we're gonna be oh, good. in good shape this winter. <laughs> well Jess, thank That's really you good so to hear. much. I'm glad. Again. Thank you so much again. What's the website? The website is weatherbeta.com. Thank you, Jess. We gotta get this party rolling. Thanks. Well, check it out, you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right, thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Well, there you go. That's Jess from Weatherbeta. And we're also excited to be giving away prizes every hour and the grand prizes at the end of the day. Wendy's going to tell us what this hour prizes are. Yes, this hour we have over $250 in prizes we'll give away at the end of the hour by Jean Abernathy, Cavallo Boots, and Horselovers.com. Plus, at the end of the 12 hours, we have the two grand prizes, the $500 prize pack from Weatherbeta and from Wintech, your choice of any Wintech saddle. Yay. Who gives away saddles? We're giving away a saddle. No, I, I'm always jealous about having to read the prizes and also never getting the prizes. <laughs> Not fair. I'm telling you, it's, it's crazy, right? But I've been talking about Weatherbeta so much, I had to call and buy a Weatherbeta for all my dang I horses. I know. <laughs> Well, thank you for supporting our sponsors, both of you. We appreciate it. You're welcome. And actually, Wendy just bought a WinTech saddle for Kyle, so there you go. I know. <laughs> this doesn't work out for us at all, Jamie. We give totally. away prizes and then have to go buy them also. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one, Wendy. <laughs> So if you want to call in, you do not have to be put on the air, by the way, to enter for the prizes today. Give us a call at 435-272-1997. We have a master Excel file. It's real fancy. And we'll just be picking numbers at the end of each hour and give away these terrific prizes. And at the end of the day, the grand prizes. So, And if you win an hourly prize, you still are eligible to win the grand prize at the end of the day. That's always a question that comes up. But we have a lot of terrific guests lined up for you today. And a a lot of terrific hosts as well. Um, yeah, and before we get to our first guest, let's hear from our typical Monday sponsor who, you know, this is definitely a company that I love and support, and it's Omega Alpha Equine. 
Winter season is the time of year when our horses' respiratory systems often show signs of stress. More time in the barn, traveling long distances to winter quarters, and back-to-back competitions for weeks on end can all take a heavy toll on your horse's respiratory system. That's why Omega Alpha Equine has developed a variety of products to keep your horse's airways functioning properly. Airwaves, Lung Flush, Herbicoff, Respifree, and Stasis have all been developed to keep your horse's respiratory system in peak condition. Ask for Omega Alpha's all-natural products at your local tack and feed supplier or visit them online at OmegaAlphaEquine.com. That's OmegaAlphaEquine.com. Hello, this is Dr. Gordon Chang from Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals. On behalf of Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals, the staff, and myself, I'd like to wish a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and a Happy Holiday Season to all the listeners of the Horse Radio Network. Well, coming up next, we're going to take a caller quick before we get to our first guest, Peggy Rowe. And we have Stephanie on here. Good morning and happy uh, or happy holidays, Stephanie. Hey, Glenn. Happy holidays to you, too. Well, Stephanie, I heard How are that you? We're, we are terrific. We're so excited. You're our first caller for the 2018 Radiothon today. I'm really excited about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... I'm, Way past my bedtime because I have overnight shifts, so I wanted to make sure I stayed up late just to talk to you. Well, we we only have a minute, and I hear you have a poem. So, do you want to do it? Yeah, okay. sure. All right, let's it's, do uh, it. It's my my horse Blade. All right, good. All right, my name is Blade. My resolutions are made to find and actually use shade. My coat bleaches out, and I stand there and pout because I'm bored and I don't want to hide out. I'll stay away from the vet. Gastric tubes are a threat. And I don't want my mama to fret. No colic, no thrush. My food's always mush. So no more choking on food in a rush. I'll have a happy tummy because my food is so yummy. I've beaten ulcers thanks to my mummy. I've set a smart goal to have a daily roll and eat all of the food in my bowl. Mosquitoes are a pain. Swishing my tail all in vain. Leaves me wishing and praying for rain. But the ticks are much worse. Lyme is a curse. And my mom makes an excellent nurse. This year will be grand on mom's lovely new land. I think of all the treats I have planned. I've got Z and V. Three amigos are we. God bless all of the OTTBs. Oh, yay! Yay! That was so good. I love that. I love that. Yes, God bless all the OTTBs everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so Blade is mine, but the uh, Z and V are both fosters that I'm I'm taking care of. Well, good so for you. They were fosters. they were on the feed lot this year. Well, good fosters. for you. Yep. F- failed foster. You're gonna be yeah. A you're not gonna give them away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be there forever. <laughs> <laughs> They're wonderful old men. They're twenty years twenty years young. Well, that's awesome. That is terrific, <laughs> well, and thank you for doing that and for being such a kind soul. And Merry Christmas. Thank you, Stephanie. Merry Christmas to you, too. 
I think, well, are, are we supposed to say happy Cyber Monday? Like, what's the, yeah, what, what are we Monday. wishing people? By the way, they're expecting like $7.7 billion of stuff to be sold today. So if the internet goes I down, we know why. get it. Do <laughs> we go on Black Friday or do we wait for Cyber Monday? I mean, I bought so much stuff on Black well, Friday. We now hope I'm like, our listeners a better deal. wait for Cyber Monday because they can buy from our sponsors then. See, it's terrific. Yes, I'm seriously irritated. I thought I got such a great deal. And then I looked, I'm like, it's even discounted more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you introduce our guest? We're so excited. Okay. Well, I'd let, t- we recorded this a, a little while ago, let's be honest, and uh, a week ago. And delightful is the word that you have to use. Peggy Rowe is the mother of Micro from Dirty Jobs. And, and uh, he, he does the podcast the way I heard it. That the one that has over forty million downloads a month. Yeah, yeah that a few one. more than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few, but we're catching up. Um, well, his mom was a horse crazy girl and adult, and just wrote a book called "About My Mother." True stories of a horse crazy daughter and her baseball obsessed mother. And Amazon has it. It's a fantastic book. And please welcome Peggy Rowe. Well, hi, Peggy. Thank you so much for joining us on our holiday special today. Good morning. It's my pleasure. I assure you, I hear that you talk a lot about horses, and and I'm excited. All we talk about is horses every day on the show. (laughs) So you're... Where were you when I was growing up? <laughs> <laughs> you have, I read the book yesterday, and you have the story of every teenage girl that's now listening to this show that is now a little bit older. They all grew up wanting a horse. Their family wasn't involved in horses. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, they something happens that the dad goes, oh, I better get this girl a horse. And th- you grew up that way. That was your story. You know, from the time I was born, I think I was born with a passion for horses because I galloped around the neighborhood. We we lived in um, in a suburban neighborhood, um, and I galloped through the neighbors' yards mm-hmm. and over the over the ditch in front of the house, and I jumped the bird baths, and it was all about horses. I really, I think I thought I was a horse for the first four years of my life. Um, and it was difficult for my parents because as you said they were not involved with horses at all there's just something that happens to to us as women that girls that are born with this bug of horses and i I come from a very non-horsey family too and I was born with that same thing, just born loving horses. And my parents, where did this come from? So you kind of had that experience as well, huh? Oh, I certainly did. And, you know, the thing is, I I did not have access to an actual real horse for many years. Uh, I guess I was about maybe 10 um, when I had my first experience on a real horse and as I say in my book, it was a more spiritual experience than church could ever have been. <laughs> it was as though I it was as though I was born to be on this horse. Um, it, it was wonderful. Uh, was that the Chico? culmination of all my dreams? It was. Yeah. Oh, you did read. I did book. read the I book. Your first ever pony, Chico. <laughs> yeah, Chico was a cow pony. And he was very gentle, a perfect beginner horse. And um, and I just loved him with all my heart. 
<laughs> I, there are pictures, Jamie, in the book of of Peggy in her little cowboy boots and her little cowboy skirt. I mean, it was it was everything uh, cowboy back then. That was so cool. And then tell us about your first two horses that you actually owned. When your dad decided that boys were going to become a problem, he decided horses needed to come <laughs> into the picture. So. <laughs> I think he decided that horses were the lesser of the two evils, and um, he arranged for me to meet uh, an old friend of his he hadn't seen in years, but Bill had horses, and of course, I fell in love with a big old gray part Percheron horse uh, that had been named Jet, J-E-T, because when he was born, he was Jet Black. I was going to um, ask about why Greg got the was, name Jet. You know, that doesn't usually happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And through the years, he did um, he did turn practically white, but he was kind of a a dapple gray for a while, and then a flea bitten gray. And uh, towards towards the end, he he was white. But anyway, um, I was allowed to go around to Bill's stable. And help him take care of the horses. And I got to ride. And as I said, I fell in love with Jet. He was my first love in my life. My first true love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your your listeners can identify. But, they, but it was all about Jet. They know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no question about it. Jamie, in the book, there's, a, there's one of my favorite chapters, by the way. Uh, of course, the whole book is pretty much about your mom. It's about Thelma. But uh, Thelma, by the way, uh, Jamie and I have this thing. I don't like baseball, and Jamie loves baseball. So we have a lot in common there, Peggy. Um, <laughs> so so when, the one story in the book, and I can't wait for the listeners to read this story, is when mom comes knocking and says, I want to ride. We're, and I couldn't tell from the way you wrote that chapter whether you were appalled that mom was invading your territory territory or you were happy that she was taking an interest i couldn't tell i was appalled my <laughs> mother was a take charge person <clears throat> she was in charge from sunup to sundown she made all the decisions in our family uh, all the important decisions and believe me if mom wanted it we had it if mom didn't want it we didn't have it so when she came to the stable one evening i i remember the uh, scene in the book I was doing some Spanish, studying my Spanish translation, and I was lying back on on Jet's ample rump with my feet crossed on his mane when my mother came to the stable door. And um, she just announced that she had decided she was going to learn to ride. And I think the reason was she wanted to be a part of my world, but also she wanted to impress her friends. And as she said, none of my friends know how to ride. So, <laughs> so she said, you can teach me to ride on Shaker. I, I've seen you doing it. I know I can do it. We can start tomorrow. <laughs> so sure enough, um, I gave her a few lessons and she was a quick learner. Um, I mean, of course, I thought she was ancient. She was in her 40s. <laughs> but she was a quick learner. My mother could do anything she set her mind to. Did you have the, I grew up, I had to have a responsibility, and then you had to get out of horses for a while? Did you ever get back in horses, or was this just strictly a childhood thing? Uh, when we got married, we moved um, just across town. So 
we left our horses. I left my horses and then visited them whenever I had a chance. My dad was wonderful about caring for them. We had a child. We had a baby, uh, who our oldest son, Mike. And when he was two years old, we bought a house. Well, the house happened to be next door to the, the home where I grew up. <clears throat> it was next door to my parents' place, and they had maybe 17 acres. I taught school briefly and then had the great fortune to be able to stay home with our sons. And when I think Mike was about eight, uh, they were like eight, five, and three, my father and my husband built a wonderful stable, just just a big square building with four nice box stalls back to back and a tack room. They fenced in um, a lovely paddock in the front and then several acres in the back for pasture and later for a little outside course with jumps and so forth. So um, I still had my passion. And as the boys grew, I taught them to ride, but they never really shared my passion. Obviously, we all know who your oldest is because he has a podcast and we've talked about his podcast on here. And we're all very big fans of uh, the way I heard it. But how how is having boys and horses, how did you make that work? <laughs> well, sometimes it worked to my advantage. Um <laughs> Okay, let me set up a little scene for you. I could say, <laughs> Mom, um, Cindy's having a party this evening, and she's invited me, and, and a lot of the, a lot of the other kids. Can I go? And so I would say, Gee, Mike, let me think about it, hon. Let's take a ride through the woods, and we'll talk about it. And I got him <laughs> on a horse, Captain. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and uh, yes, but mostly they just did it to humor me. Um, but then there came a t- when um, they noticed girls. So from time to time, they would bring a girl around and get on a horse to impress her, you know. So, <laughs> okay, uh, or there if you she, go. If she liked, yeah, or if she liked horses, oh yeah, come on, well, I'll, I'll let you ride, I'll let you ride a horse at my place. So, um, you know, we would, we would go through that. But by and large, they did not really love horses ever the way that I did. I did have a little riding school for um, some time. And of course, uh, my students were girls, preteens and teens. And I mean, well, they were the kind of kids that I was. They were, they would like uh, sneak, I would see them sneaking a handful of uh, molasses feed and sticking it in their pocket for later, just to smell it or to eat it. Uh, they (laughs) They would stuff some straw into their pockets to take home, maybe to put under their pillow. They just loved horses. Well, next thing I knew, suddenly my boys were interested in horses. Um, Funny how that works. There, these lovely, <laughs> lovely teenage girls. So um, the boys did pitch in then. I mean, they actually picked up pitchforks and pitched manure. <laughs> bet they did. <laughs> so I have to ask you, before we run out of time, uh, obviously this is our holiday special. We're talking all about the holidays and Christmas. With uh, Mike, Scott, and Phil, did you guys have big Christmases? Was Christmas a big thing? Oh, yes, it was. And we were very into our church. Um, we were very involved in our church. So 
you know, church was a big part of our Christmas. But let me tell you about the Christmas I remember. Yeah. Mike, I think, was Mike was about eight years old. So the kids were like eight, five, and three. And we had just built our stable. I didn't have a horse yet. My oldest is eight years old. And so naturally, I gave him what I had dreamt of when I was eight. We bought a pony for Mike. Oh, no. Mike had a and pony? I had, <laughs> well... I had such great expectations. Michael would be so excited and, oh, my God, he would hug us and kiss us and thank <laughs> us, you know, till the cows came home. <laughs> so Christmas morning, uh, so we had gone and picked up little Tammy. She was a wonderful pony. She was a cross, um, let's see, she was a cross between a Shetland and um, a Welsh. And so she was, she was, I guess she was medium to small pony. And she had attitude and, for days. Yeah, probably. that's an attitude pony right there. <laughs> she, you know what? She had stamina and she had a wonderful disposition. She would, you could do anything with this pony. So the plan was that we were to bring, it was a cold, blustery Christmas morning. Oh, it was probably close to zero in Baltimore. <clears throat> so, my husband went out to the stable and led Tammy over to the fence, which was near our house. And the plan was that I would bring Mike to the window in our bedroom, open the curtain, and there would be Tammy and John, because the kids were still in their pajamas. Well, I opened the curtain, and there was Tammy with a big red bow on her forelock and just had been groomed you know, meticulously by me the night before. Mm -hmm. I opened the curtain and I said, Merry Christmas, Mike. Here's your own pony. And he said, oh, oh, that's nice, Mom. That's really nice. Okay, let's go back to the tree. There's a little gift I have. To know. <laughs> <laughs> he just was so <laughs> disinterested. I couldn't believe it. And of course, I mean, I'm it's like I had given him a set of fine china. That's how he acted. <laughs> but later <laughs> Thanks, in the day, <laughs> we did we did all go out and um, and he did um, help groom Tammy and uh, he fed her and he consented to get on her and ride her around and and he had the good graces to look excited, <laughs> and, but his little brothers were more excited, so they all got pony rides. And, but anyway, that's the Christmas I most remember um, with horses. <laughs> How disappointing. That ungrateful that son, son of, of yours. yours. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, but you know what? It led to wonderful things because you can't keep one pony or one horse. They, they're herding animals and they really do need a, a stable pal. <laughs> so, of course, I had to get a stable pal, a really nice um, horse for me. Well, so, of course. So that, yeah, that's, and then, that's what it led to. <laughs> and then, Peggy, what happens is, like, you've got Tammy in the barn, and then your horse, and then you go for a trail ride. Well, Tammy's all alone. So then you've got to get her a friend for when you're riding your horse. And then, like, you and Mike go riding, and then the third horse is by itself in the barn. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we have to get him one, too. So then you end up with at What's least that? eight. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, things did evolve, and we ended up. <laughs> with four, one for each stall. I have such wonderful <laughs> memories. And, it, uh, and when I was in my 50s, I developed arthritis. So I knew that when I could no longer mount, 
without putting my horse into a gully and, and mounting <laughs> from the side, I did, I did give my last horse away. Uh. And it was a sad time, but, and that's when I began writing for horse magazines and, um, you know, covering horse shows and, um, and, and writing stories about like the Mounted Patrol in Baltimore City. There are so many avenues to stay connected with horses True. without yeah. actually and, and you found, riding and having one. And you found a way. I mean, that's, I, I got to be, before we wrap here, I want to give another plug to the book. It's called About My Mother, True Stories of a Horse-Crazy Daughter and Her Baseball-Obsessed Mother. And for all you that are baseball-obsessed, my favorite chapter concerning that and your mom is called A Whole New Ball Game: <laughs> The Most Exciting Day of Mom's Life. We're not going to give any of that away because it's toward the end of the book. And, Jamie, you're going to love that chapter. Um, yeah, as a baseball and a horse fan, you're going to love that chapter. This has been a thrill. Thank you so much for joining us and talking horses this morning. We really appreciate it. I can't tell you how exciting I am. I mean, how exciting <laughs> this has been. I have been looking forward to this. Uh, this past week, I've had like 15 interviews, television and radio. This is the one I was really looking Yay! forward to. <laughs> and and you did not disappoint. Well, good. We're glad to hear well, that. The, <laughs> the word is delightful, and that is what you are. And I cannot wait to read your book. And I, I suggest everybody pick it up as a Christmas present. It was something that, you know, Mike helped you with. And I love watching and reading your text messages to him. Keep them coming. You seem on this interview so sweet, but she's salty, too, y'all. <laughs> she gets after her mom. Oh, well, I, I try to pick my audiences, well we know you are thank you so much it has been an absolute delight to have you on and best of luck with the book and i really would love to have you on again too once uh all the interviews calm down and come back on and we'll talk some more oh i look forward to it and thank you glenn and thank you jamie this has been this has made my day my week and probably my year yay There you go. Peggy Rowe and her book. Uh, you can find that, as she said, everywhere that books are sold, although they're on their like third printing already, Jamie. Mm-hmm. They've sold out. Uh, it's called About My Mother, True Stories of Horse Crazy Daughter and Her Baseball Obsessed Mother. You want to take a call quick before we get to voicemails? Please. I'd love to. And we have Rosie on here. Hi, Rosie. Hi, guys. Happy holidays. How going, the guys? heck are you? Where are you calling from? I'm actually at work today Um, and then pretty much just hanging out, you know, running numbers, all the excitement. I wonder how many people get fired on Radiothon Day. Um. (laughs) Hopefully none. (laughs) Not many. I'm sure we've all come up with our tips and tricks. (laughs) Don't make it for Radiothon, so I think we'll be fine. (laughs) How are you guys doing? We are, uh, we're living the dream, man. Uh, we just talked to Peggy Rowe and we've got Vicki Wilson coming up next and we've got some more voicemails, but you are officially entered in the prizes, uh, for calling in. Oh, so awesome. we appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks you guys. I just wanted to let you guys all know that I'm so glad that we were able to have radio on again this year. And, you know, I, I know there are many of us who've had a tough past year but the horse radio network has really you know made us smile and all the goofy stuff in the auditor page and it's probably made it a lot easier for some of us who've had to go through some stuff this year for the sake of going through stuff 
Well, well, Rosie, we are thinking about you and we love you and we thank you so much for calling. Thanks, Rosie. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. She's in the break room. Yeah, at work. I think she was. <laughs> She's been waiting on hold a while. I hope she doesn't get fired. All right. So every year, if this is your first Radiothon, we have listeners who submit their talented entries, or they just answer the question of the year, which I'll remind everybody was, if, if your horse could talk, what would be his or her New Year's resolution for 2019? And we put them together in packages, and we play them every hour. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Jamie? You and Zeus make an appearance in a few of these entries. Oh, great. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. Hi, I'm Jen from Horselovers.com. If my horse could talk, his New Year's resolution for 2019 would be to start playing nice with the other horses in his pasture. Merry Christmas from all of us here at Horselovers.com. Over the river and through the woods to their Oklahoma home. Yes, Chad knows the way and the trucks fill the hay, but the chickens have a new home. Over the river and through the woods, oh, how the wind does blow. With Jamie, Chad, and Lucas, too, and the horses and dogs in tow. You're a mean one, Mr. Zeus. You're breaking Jamie's heart. You're insulin resistant. You make escape into an art, Mr. Zeus. You're so high maintenance and dash so many of Jamie's dreams. I don't know where to start. You're a spoiled one. Mr. Scooter, you've got cookies on the brain. You're a roly-poly hackney who has Glenn completely trained. Mr. Scooter, you've got a wardrobe full of halters and a viral video of you. Playing in the rain. You're an odd one. Mr. Nigel, you're a thoroughbred for sure. You've got lots of quirky habits and need Coach Jen to feel secure, Mr. Nigel. You're an unconventional endurance partner, but Jen knows that your heart is pure. You're awesome. Weather beta. HRN sponsors are the best. With Redmond and Horse Lovers, all your products we like to test. Weather beta. We're really grateful for all the prizes you've provided. If you were to go ahead and double down on those, we would not protest. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays to all Horse Radio Network hosts, advertisers, and awesome auditors. My name is El Rito Negro, and I am a three-year-old black Mustang gelding. My mom says that I should tell you all my ultimate wish for Christmas. I don't want for much at this point point in my life, but mom says there are horrible tragedies in California. So my wish for Christmas is that all the animals, large and small, domestic and wild, are able to be safe soon. Oh yeah, I am giving a special shout out to Jamie Jennings. It is mainly because of you that my mom got off her tushy and adopted me. Merry Christmas to all, and a happy new year. Okay, Glenn, you asked for it. Here's an on-the-spot radiothon entry. 
Voice Radio Network, you're the best. I listen to you when I'm taking a rest or driving in my car or going to play with my horse or doing anything else when I should be probably paying the bills. So without you, I'd be a mess. Or actually I wouldn't because then I'd take the time to clean my house and pay the bills. But anyway, you're awesome. Have a great Christmas. Hello, everybody. It's scary, you know, with two R's. Well, I was calling in to uh, give you guys some background on the, the, the holiday radio sign. You know, it's this time of year where everyone's filled full of cheer, and Glenn tries to do his best to, to kick the holidays off right. And I'm here to tell you that's all a bunch of hooey. The real reason why Glenn started Radiothon is so that he wouldn't have to give me a birthday winnie. Yes, that's right. It kept him up at nights. He was sweating it out. He goes, what could I do to keep from giving Scary a birthday winnie? One day in the middle of the night, he jumped out of bed and said, I've got it. We'll have a Radiothon. We'll go for all day, nonstop, drinks and everything. And everybody will forget about Larry's Scary's birthday on November 25th. Well, I'm here to tell you, I didn't forget, and that's why I came in with this song. And if we'd all sing along, maybe I just might get that birthday Winnie. So here we go. All I want for Radiothon is a birthday Winnie, a birthday Winnie, a birthday Winnie. All I want for Radiothon is a birthday Winnie. And I'd be filled with piles of holiday cheer. All I want for Radiothon is a birthday, Winnie. A birthday, Winnie. A birthday, Winnie. All I want for Radiothon is a birthday, Winnie. And I'd be filled with piles of holiday cheer. This hour of voicemails has been sponsored by Horselovers.com. Every day from mid-November to the end of December, Horselovers adds a new amazing deal of the day. Customers should sign up for their email list so they're first to know about these deals or visit the website every day to see the amazing specials changing daily. Horselovers has a special URL for our listeners. Just go to Horselovers.com slash HRN. And they're offering a special holiday discount just for you, listeners of Horse Radio Network. Spend at least $99 with Horse Lovers and enter HRN in the coupon box at checkout and get $10 off your order instantly. This is an exclusive coupon code just for our listeners. Put HRN in the coupon box at checkout. Horseloverswithaz.com. Hey, Scary, this is for you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> there, you can't bitch about that anymore. That's done. And, and the most annoying Winnie ever goes to Chili. Congratulations, Chili. <laughs> Chili. <laughs> and thank you to our producer, Jemmy, for putting all these packages together. It oh, my gosh. Hours. Weren't they great? I don't- I wish we I wish we knew the names of all of them because the girl who said I'm just gonna like put it all together and all of a sudden send it in oh my god that was so funny that's exactly what I would have done I'd be like okay because I'm supposed to be doing something else but I'm not it was great that and was the great Grinch song with Zeus and and Scooter and stuff that was perfect oh yeah that was that really was awesome. Really <laughs>
All right, we have to continue on with the show. I had a chance to, you know, one of our largest listening audiences is is down under, New Zealand, Australia, and I had a chance to catch up with one of their big stars down there. Our next guest comes to us from New Zealand. She is a Grand Prix show jumper, but she's better known for her work with wild horses around the world, and she's two-time champion and crowd favorite of Road to the Horse. Her name is Vicki Wilson, and I had a chance to catch up with her a little bit earlier. Now, um... The connection was not great because guess where Vicky was? Out riding a horse at the time. So, <laughs> so you're going to hear a little bit of wind. I did the best I could editing this, and I think you'll enjoy it anyway. She's delightful, and I could listen to her accent all day. Well, Vicky, thank you so much for joining us on our holiday celebration. Hi, excited to be part of it. You know, our second largest listening audience for this uh, holiday radiothon is Australia and New Zealand. So you're it. You're representing two countries. Representing down under. Yes, you are. (laughs) And I can't think of a better representative. Uh, You uh, obviously were here and you've won Road to the Horse twice. Two years ago, though, you took the horse home and that horse's name is Kentucky. Kentucky became as popular as you, I think. Yeah, he's a pretty amazing little dude. And that weekend, uh, 2017, Road to the Horse, uh, it was really tough for the little guy. But how he tried for me and how he gave me his own was pretty incredible. Well, and you were doing it with a broken wing too. So uh, you were pretty incredible. <laughs> now, Kentucky's been on the farm down there. People are wondering what he's been up to. Yeah, so when he first came back, uh, we did a lot of liberty and this work and be- taking him to the beach and lots of adventures. And now he's up to babysitting all our yearling cults. And he's the absolute perfect gentleman and he absolutely loves playing with them. He'll pick up the toys with the little boys, and when they get too rough, he steps in, and he's just the ultimate paddock companion for them. Uh, he's not 100% sound, which is really unfortunate, uh, but he goes down to the rivers for swims. We can jump on him and take him for a little hat around the farm and down to the river for a swim, but we don't work him as such anymore. Oh, okay, well, he's a babysitter then, and it sounds like he's a pretty good babysitter. Oh, he's he's incredible. It doesn't matter what cold or what stallion you, you run with him. He's just Mr. Neutral and they can play and harass him. And it's only when they get too rough that he tells them off. But the cults have all just settled down with him and they'll have a ball. Each one will have one side of the ball and he'll have the other and they have little playtime. He just loves it. <laughs> well, that's terrific. Now, our theme this year for the Radiothon is if your horse could talk, what would his, be his resolution for 2019? So I'm going to ask you, I know you have a million horses, so we'll ask you specifically about Kentucky. Yeah, I think his resolution would be that he has lots of sunshine and hours, things to play with and green grass to eat. He absolutely loves being outside and loves being an active part of our team. Well, it sounds like his life when he lived at the Four Sixes Ranch was was the same way. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, what was uh, what were the holidays like growing up with the Wilsons? Well, New Zealand obviously we're summertime uh, at Christmas time, and so it's horses, it's swimming horses, it's a nice barbecue outside for dinner. And our horses, we always try and take a couple for a ride or an adventure, do something special on Christmas Day. Uh, but it's really outdoorsies and nice family barbecue and just a really great time. Now we're... I do yet want to experience a white Christmas, though. Do you? Well, come up here. <laughs> we got lots yeah. of that right now, so <laughs> come visit. Um, so what, what were, were gifts always horse-related? Everything you got was involving around horses? 
Yeah, we're not huge on Christmas gifts. Uh, to us, it's about uh, a lot of giving, but at the same time, it's it's about the family and it's about enjoying the moment. And so with horses, it's always, yes, you get the odd horse gift, but we try and do something different from horses at Christmas time. Uh, now, and how are Kelly and Amanda, of course, your sisters, who we got to meet at Road to the Horse? Yeah, Amanda's uh, very busy show jumping right now. She's got a big team of very nice young horses show jumping. And Kelly's just starting her around the world uh, trip following the wild horses of the world. Uh, so, yeah, everyone's loving what they're doing and obviously being busy. Did you ever dream that, well, your life has been a roller coaster for the last 10 years, especially in the last five years. Uh, did you ever dream you would get to this point this quickly? No, you have really have no idea. Obviously, you have goals and dreams, but mine have changed. Uh, obviously, with Road to the Horse happening, it wasn't on my radar at all. And then when I got that phone call from Tuti, it was like, sure, why not? And then because of that, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster with clinics worldwide now for my sore horses. And obviously, coming back to Road to the Horse, my show jumping has taken a slight back step um, to be able to fit everything in with all my injuries. and. And now it's about, uh, I've got some pretty amazing goals. And if I get them, it's fantastic. And there's always, the doors always open and change. So I'm very open about that in life. And a lot of people may not realize that you are coming back next year. Yeah, Road to the Horse 2019, I'll be there. I'm very excited to compete uh, with Nick Dowles, who I call the absolute ultimate horseman. Uh, he is very good at what he does. And he is the ultimate horseman. So, and it'll be quite interesting to see the wild cards come out too to compete. Always love seeing someone new and and taking something from each of them. So it's going to be the two of you and then a wild card. No, two of us, and then there'll be a three wild cards against each other. Oh, okay. There'll be two separate competitions. Oh wow! So she is mixing it up again uh, again this year a bit. Yeah, definitely. And you you guys ha are you still doing the TV show? Uh, the Keeping Up with the Carmen is the TV show that we just did the one series, but we are currently in talks uh, with another company to do another series. So not like you guys we'll have see how any we time there. to do a TV show between the three of you. You're never together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little bit tough at the moment, but there's ways of making things work. So, what's your resolution? What are you looking forward to in 2019 the most? 2019 is about helping. I'd obviously traveling the world a lot next year uh, with my four horse clinics and just sharing my knowledge where and when I can about the horse and how we can help those sore problem and naughty horses, what everyone classifies as dangerous or naughty, is help people understand what's actually going on with the horse mentally, physically and emotionally and and continue what I do, obviously run to the horse again. And then uh, I've got a fantastic team of young show jumpers I will just set up a rehab centre at my new property in Hawke's Bay, New Zealand. So it was just exciting to keep working with horses and learning as I do it. All right. We joke with some of our, with uh, Mary Kitzmiller and some of our other hosts who have a lot of horses. We all, we're always joking with them that they have no idea how many animals they have. Do you have any idea? Yes, we currently have 82. <laughs> Look at you. You even do. You're one of the very few I've ever yep. asked that's known. Yeah. We're on to it. I can tell you I've got 31 in work. I've got 17 mares due to fall this year. 
Uh, we've currently got seven of those on the ground. So, yes, we know where they all are and what they're all doing. <laughs> Do you, you must have a business manager to keep track of just the paperwork. Uh, the paperwork, I definitely have someone that helps me there, and I have a fantastic team that works with me. Um, and it is, it's a very big operation in every direction because I shoot all the horses myself. We do all our own breeding and, and obviously competition, starting the horses. So I unfortunately enjoy every aspect of the horse, <laughs> not just one. So Well, and I want to encourage people to go to your Facebook page. If you go to Vicki Wilson's Facebook page, you're going to see lots of pictures right now of cute little babies. Uh, yeah, we've got some very gorgeous babies. Yeah, so. you have a lot of babies coming out right now. Well, uh, they can follow you by going to VickiWilson.nz. Now, are you going to be doing any clinics here in the United States when you're over here? Yes, we'll have. We've got one in February, and then we'll have a couple in March, and then I come back in April for the Midwest Horse Fair as well. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Vicki, and Merry Christmas, and have a great holiday. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, and Happy New Year. I could listen to her all day long. I really could. I love that accent. Um, so thank you to Vicky for joining us. And uh, Jamie, how about this? How about okay. we bring some call? We have a lot of callers waiting, and we have okay. to get the prizes. How about we get a caller to help us pick each prize winner? Sounds great. What do you think? All right. So waiting the longest here. And thank you so much, Paula, for waiting so long. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and good morning to you both. Good morning. We are so happy you're joining us. Would you like to help us pick winners for the prizes? Sure. All right, good. Well, Paula, where are you calling from? Where, you, where, what, where in the country are you? I am calling from cold, snowy Maine. Oh, oh my lovely. gosh. <laughs> way up there. Yeah, good for you. And we're glad we're not there. So, <laughs> but it looks like Christmas up there, doesn't it? It looks very Christmassy. It does. Uh, we weren't expecting it in November, however. <laughs> Go, <laughs> it'll melt in time for Christmas. That, that's what always happens. So, Paula, okay, so for, Wendy's going to tell us what our first prize is. All right, our first prize is a custom drawing by Jean Abernathy of Fergus. And it includes um, a custom drawing with your horse, and you can frame it and display it. So this is really cool. You actually will send a picture of your horse and you or whatever into Jean, and she takes and draws Fergus overlaid right on top of it, and you can frame it and have your own custom drawing of Fergus, which is so cool, and it's very rare, and she doesn't do it for very many people. So I think you're going to love this prize. So it uh, looks like, Wendy, what numbers does, do, does Paula so... have to pick between? Paula, pick a number between 1 and 195. Oh, let's go with 88. 88 is Jill Eckes. Jill Eckes. Jill. Jill. Eckes. Eckes? And she, she, she will love this, I think. I know Jill from the auditor room. She'll love this. So thank you for that. Now, if your horse, what's your horse's name, Paula? Well, um, he goes by several names. His <laughs> registered name is Mayfair Meritorious. He's a 17-year-old Morgan Gelding. Um, his barn name was originally Merit, and now he pretty much goes by Frankenpony. Okay. I was going to say, keep it clean. Frankenpony, keep it clean. I love that. <laughs> so I think I know what Frankenpony's uh, New Year's resolution is going to be, <laughs> so, but judging by the name. 
uh, is to be better for my mommy and try not to kill her. Am I right? <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> um, his New Year's resolution is the same every year, and it boils down to two words, world domination. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paula. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you both. Bye. Hey, Glenda, we... Scooter, do you have one for Scooter, by the way? We haven't done any of ours. Yeah, well, I'll get to that next hour. I do have okay. one for Scooter. Uh, we have Nikki on here. Oh, it's Nikki from New Jersey. Hi, Nikki. Merry Christmas. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Jeannie. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Nikki? Hey, you're going to help us pick our next, our next prize, but you've got to tell us what your horse's um, New Year's resolution is. Sure. Well, I have two mares, so they have absolutely no resolutions because they're perfect in every way. So they have less <laughs> revolutions for me to bring more treats, to you know, get them newer, newer stuff. You know, I mean, basically they they just don't need to change a thing. So there's that. They, they <laughs> task you with changing. Okay, gotcha. Oh, absolutely, a whole list. Yes. All right, Wendy. <laughs> what is our prize? Okay, our next prize is a pair of Cavallo Trek hoof boots worth $170. It's a lean green trail machine. The new Cavallo Trek green is the color of spring and new beginnings. It's fresh, bright, and full of light. The Trek green regular sole hoof boot is flexible, durable, breathable, and user-friendly. Trek hoof boots with their honeycomb design maximize strength and minimize weight for the comfortable performance your horse deserves. This great, it's a great relief for chronic pain or hoof sensitivity, rehab from injuries, abscesses, navicular disease, laminitis, punctures, sole bruising, and contracted heels. Additionally, the Trek hoof boot can easily be adjusted for close contact and a snug fit for each individual horse's hooves. They can also be used for protection during trailering and breeding or taken on the trail as a spare tire for your lost shoes. Visit CavalloInc.com to pick out your boots. Very good. Well, let's have Nikki pick a number between one. Is it still 195? Yeah, one and 195. Okay. I'm going to pick number eight. Oh, number eight. Okay, congratulations to um, Andrea McCullough. Andrea McCullough. Very good. Go, Congratulations. Yay. That's a great prize. That is. That's I want all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Nikki, for helping us out. Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye, Nikki. All right. We have right. Mary on here who's going to help us pick the final prize winner. Hey, Mary, where are you? Hey, I'm in Smiley, Texas. Smiley, Texas. Lovely. What is your horse's... Uh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to get this eventually. His New Year's resolution is to not let the little mare in the pasture beat him up. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's every I guy's know, resolution. I know. <laughs> they flirt. They flirt too much, and then he he gets pulled in, and then she bites him. Oh yeah, she's it's like, come here, come here, come here, come closer. You're so cute. I'm gonna kill you. Bam. <laughs> yes, that's part of the fun. Well, hey, can you help us pick out our last one, Wendy? What's our last prize for the hour? Okay, our last one is a fifty dollar gift certificate from HorseLovers.com. So uh, at Horse Lovers, you can order forty nine dollars worth of stuff and use coupon code RADIO, and you'll get a free Mrs. Pasture's Christmas cookie stocking. And if you order over $99 and use the coupon code HRN, you'll get $10 off your order instantly. 
There you go. So what a fun prize. Yeah, and it's exciting. still between one. Oh, no. Now we're at between one and 197. Oh, okay. I'm going to choose one. One. Okay. That's Abby Basner. Yay, Abby. You get Abby. $50 from horselovers.com. Congratulations. Oh, and thank you so much for calling in and helping us pick them out. You are entered to win. Thank you, Mary. Merry Christmas. Yes. And I just want to, I want yeah. Merry Christmas. I, I wanted to tell y'all that um, I really enjoy your um, podcast. I've learned so much. You're part of my um, week month year and Jamie I'm gonna come see you I'm the one coming to see you next week oh fantastic oh, yeah yay. she's driving through Oklahoma and I was like yeah pop on over come on so you're actually like the yeah. first person to come visit me since I've lived here yeah. <laughs> not even any family oh, or friends or anything <laughs> all right you're the thanks Mary y'all have a great day and thanks thanks for all y'all do Oh, thanks, Mary. Yeah, she's coming. To, she's popping by. Like, I haven't even had family come see my new house. And Mary's coming. <laughs> so she's official best friend status now. All right. Uh, remember, grand prizes at the end of the day are the Weatherbeater Blanket get a gift pack and your choice of any Wintech saddle. North America's favorite synthetic brand saddle. Wintech saddles have been combining world-leaning innovations and high-tech materials in lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-to-care-for saddles since 1986. And I think we've owned one since 1986. Whether simply enjoying your time together or schooling for competition there's a model in the range for you visit wintex-saddles.com for more information on the range and to locate your nearest retailer well that's it for hour one everybody we're heading into hour two jamie you just hang around you're joining us in hour two we have more terrific guests more prizes and more fun to be had in the meantime we're going to do our transition we'll be back in a couple of minutes (music) 